want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, guys? Welcome to Back to the Show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. Setting the scene for you, I am on my couch. I have a glass of kombucha. It's the winter seasonal edition, so that's kind of exciting. It's called Love, I think, or Love Winter special flavor. I don't really know. Hold on. Let me grab the bottle so I can like correctly describe this to you guys. (laughs) I was actually a lot closer than I thought. It's called Pure Love Blood Orange Hibiscus and Rose and it's pretty good. They didn't have Trilogy tonight at the grocery store so I had to get this one but I figured since it's Valentine's Day it'll be the 16th when you guys are hearing this but I'm recording on Valentine's Day. In the spirit of Valentine's Day and love do the Pure Love Kombucha. And I also have some Dove Dark Chocolate Hearts, and I figured that I could read my little fortune to you guys because I always love to read the fortunes. And last night, Lex and I went through quite a few of these, and we just kept reading each other our fortunes, and we like read into them a little bit too much, and we were like, Dove, girl, what do you want us to do with our lives? But um, anyway, a little ASMR for you guys right now. Um, Oh, this one's cute hug someone today. I don't think I've given anyone a hug today. That's really sad and it's 7pm. Did you guys know that humans actually need 14 hugs a day? So I have a lot of work to do before the night ends. Anyway, welcome back to the show. If you guys are new here, thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I hope that you guys had a fun Valentine's Day. I hope that you are having a good week. To be totally transparent with you guys, I had a very rough like Sunday night and Monday and it was just one of those situations where you're like, shit, I thought that we were done with this. I didn't realize that this is still a thing that happens to me. I don't want to get too, you know, deep into it because I don't want to spend too much time on the negative, but it was just a very, like, it's been a tough, like, 48 hours for me mentally. I was highly considering skipping this week's episode, but I made a commitment to you guys to show up and show up as I am, no matter what. And so here I am showing up. And as I was setting up to record, I thought to myself, do I even bring up what happened within the past 48 hours? Do I bring up the fact that I'm sad right now? Do I bring up the fact that I'm alone recording in my apartment at 7 or 8 p.m. on Valentine's Day? Part of me was like, no, you're just going to embarrass yourself. That's really freaking sad. But then the other part of me was like, I bet you that there are so many people who are spending Valentine's Day alone tonight and 
I'm getting like a little bit emotional, not because I'm sad that I'm spending Valentine's Day alone, but because I'm actually totally okay with the fact that I'm spending Valentine's Day alone. I've never really been like the biggest fan of this holiday. In elementary school, it was always fun to like get a Valentine's Day card. And I remember like Fun Dip was like my favorite candy because my mom was such like a health nut and she would never let us have Fun Dip because literally it's just sugar in a bag. It's disgusting. Um, but we'd always get like those Fun Dip like Valentine's Day cards go ham on those at recess so in elementary school is super fun and you get like a little mailbox and like everyone shares their valentines and it's like a big to do and it's so much fun and you genuinely feel so much love on valentine's day as a kid i was at the grocery store the other day and i bought a bunch of these dove chocolates and i bought some conversation arts and i just put them in some glass jars on our counter kind of like our mom would do growing up and lex and i've just been kind of like you know, picking out of the jars every now and again the past couple days. And she has plans tonight and I was thinking about phoning a friend and going and doing something or or going on Hinge and seeing, you know, what's going on there or calling one of my girlfriends and asking her if she wanted to go do like a workout or go to yoga or something. But then after my little situation the other day, I did a lot of reflecting and journaling And I came to a couple different conclusions, which we'll talk about throughout the episode. But one of them is the fact that I've been single for roughly a year now. I broke things off with my ex-boyfriend around this time last year. And for a while after that, it was hard for me to be alone. But sitting here in my apartment, alone, on Valentine's Day, It doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of being loved. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to find love. It doesn't mean that I'm a lonely person. It just means that it's a Tuesday night. I'm mentally and physically exhausted. I got to cook myself a really nice dinner and I got to record my podcast, which is something that I love to do. And I can say wholeheartedly, like 100%, I'm not just saying this to say this because you guys know I'm always honest with you. I am so happy to be single right now. I think I've touched on this in the podcast like the past couple weeks, but it's been about a year since I started this job and we moved up here. It's essentially been my freshman year of life. It's been my first year doing all this. And I know that because I got to experience my freshman year of life as a single girl, doing it alone, not lonely, but doing it alone, that was really, really, really empowering for me. So for those reasons, I am content tonight. I opened up a second Dove chocolate and my fortune inside of that one said, love is closer than you think. So I'm going to try not to read into that one. But uh, anyway, that reminded me of a little passage of a book that I wanted to read you guys. I hope that you guys are okay with the fact that this episode had very little pre-planning because I wasn't even going to record this week. So it might be all over the place. So please just bear with me. So Lex got me a book for Christmas called That Sounds Fun by Annie F. Downs, and she's a podcaster. Um, She's an author. It's just a collection of stories that she has from her life. And as I've been reading this book, I, I feel like I could have written this book. There's nothing that I've come across in this book so far that I haven't been able to relate to. And so I'm absolutely hooked on this book. I would love to reach out to Annie and see if she wants to come on the podcast. So TBD, but I'm definitely going to do that. And I'm just saying that now. So when I go back and edit this episode, I will pause and DM her on Instagram. But she wrote 
um, a paragraph and I just wanted to share it with you guys because I thought that it was really powerful. In the book, she talked about how she feels everything big. And when she's happy, she feels really happy. And when she's sad, she feels really sad. So that really stuck out to me that she feels everything big. Anyway, that's just a small little nugget, but this is what the passage says. And I wanted to share it because it is Valentine's Day. It's about love. You want to learn how to have fun? Fall in love. Fall in love over and over every day with something and maybe someone. Yes, it's going to hurt, but here's the thing about love and vulnerability and saying yes to the big feelings even when they're scary. It makes your heart beat hard and fast. And that's a good thing to remember that you're not dead because you aren't. The thing you thought that would kill you did not kill you. You lived. You're living. I hope that every time you fall in love with a new pair of shoes or a soccer team or a person who has treated you better than you thought you ever could be treated reminds you of how very alive you are. So when I read that, I paused and I read it again and then I read it a third time. I am the type of person that loves people and I try really hard to show everybody grace, to show everybody love, to just be the reason that someone is happy today or like hold the door for a stranger or like pay for the person behind me. Just like little acts of, we can say kindness, but I would say love. Showing people little acts of love every day is really important to me. And although I'm really quick to love others, to quote Annie from this book, um, loving myself has been one of the hardest tasks of my life. And that's really, really unfortunate. So I read this passage and then I was doing some journaling and kind of to circle back to the whole freshman year of life concept, I wrote something in my journal that I wanted to share with you guys and then maybe we can piece this episode together and kind of make it make sense. I'm also probably going to post this on Instagram, so if you see it there too, cheers, you can like pull it up and read along with me. Freshman year, you party a lot. Your classes are easy and you frequent the dining hall. Your place is pieced together with furniture that only sort of matches. You probably struggle to make friends, but towards the end, you find people that you vibe with. You don't have much figured out. You miss home. But that's okay. Everyone knows that you're only a freshman. No one expects much from you. Funny enough, I could rearrange any of those sentences to describe our first year here. Let's just call it my freshman year of life. On February 11th, 2022, I got the keys to our condo, ordered takeout sushi, and spent the night on an air mattress. Since that day, we have had a lot of fun. I've slowly pieced together parts of this house, but we still don't have a kitchen table. And to be completely honest, it will probably stay that way. I've probably ordered more food than cooked and royally screwed up my sleep schedule by saying yes to random activities and learn more about myself than I ever thought possible. I struggled to build a community at first because making friends as an adult is strange, but within the past few months, I found people that I'm incredibly lucky to have in my life. But one thing I can't do is admit that I've cut myself a break for being new at this because that's not really how the real world works. One cool thing though is that now we're rolling into year two. Thinking back to my sophomore year of college, this is typically when things start to get good. You start to settle in, you find your footing. You've gotten some gen ads out of the way, and maybe you've even declared your major. You have some good friends, and this is the year that those relationships either get stronger or they transfer. You're not quite new, and the sophomore slump can still creep up on you, but that just prompts a little bit more character development. Interestingly enough, the word sophomore in Greek literally translates as wise fool. That pretty much checks out here. Across the board, the verdict is that year two is always better than year one. Maybe I'll learn to cut myself some slack this time, fully utilizing the little bit of wisdom I have while also partaking in a whole lot of foolishness. That is what came out of my 
deep journaling session the other night. The one thing that was a very common theme for me is that looking back on this past year, I never cut myself a break. And I was always beating myself up over not being able to do this, not being able to do that. And I think back to being a freshman in college and it was so freaking fun. I remember as a freshman hanging out with some of the upperclassmen in my sorority or in some of the clubs that I was in and they just kept saying like, oh, like that's okay. Like you're only a freshman. You know, don't worry if you have to withdraw from that class. You're just a freshman. You'll figure it out. You still have time. You don't have to declare your major. Don't worry about it. You're just a freshman. You have so much to look forward to. You're just a freshman. But as soon as you graduate college, or in my case, drop out of college, and the real world hits you like a Big Mac truck, it's like all of a sudden, you're supposed to live and act and operate like a full-fledged adult, but this isn't something that you've done before. This is new. Why would you be good at something that you've never, ever done before? When I entered into my freshman year of college, I moved to campus and I still was with, we'll use that term loosely, my summer fling, okay? We broke up like two weeks later. So when I broke things off with my summer fling, I almost immediately jumped into a new relationship and we were together until last February. So for most, if not all, of my adult life up until my freshman year of life, so this past year, I have been in a relationship. And obviously, being in a relationship teaches you so much about how to care for another person, what they like, what they don't like, what you like, what you don't like. You learn about yourself, how you communicate, your love languages. There's so much good that comes from relationships, and I'm very, very, very grateful for the things that I learned in those relationships. So this is nothing against my past relationships, but for most of my adult life, I always relied on somebody else to love me. I think I told this story once on a podcast, but I'll just kind of tell it briefly again. The day that I moved was the day that I ended things with said boyfriend at the time, and then I started my job the next day. So quite literally in one fell swoop, everything in my life changed, and this past year I've been on my own. It's been 100% my responsibility to show myself love, and trust me, I've looked in a lot of very, very interesting places to find it, but no one can fill that void. It has to be up to me. So I quite literally spent a embarrassing amount of time this past year beating myself up for not having my shit together. But the biggest difference between freshman year me, like true freshman year of college me not having my shit together and freshman year of life me not having my shit together is that there were no upperclassmen telling me that it's okay, you're just a freshman. Nobody sat me down and told me that it's okay if I fail a class because I can always retake it and this is the best dining hall on campus and be sure to avoid Professor Smith's Calm 101 because he's the worst but go to office hours with Ken because he's the best and these are the good bars and this is where you should go for karaoke night on Thursdays and be sure to avoid this fraternity because the boys are bad and you should join this club because you would really like it and I think that when you get thrown into real life, it's kind of like bowling with the bumpers down and you're just like spinning at a high speed down a really slippery slope and hoping that you don't end up in the gutter. And although I've never really been good at bowling, I've always had a lot of fun doing it. I think when I look back on this past year, even though I had no freaking clue what I was doing and there were so many moments that I felt like 
I literally don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I can look back and be like, I did that all by myself. I got myself up out of bed every day and I did the darn thing. So going into my sophomore year, I'm making a promise to me that I'm going to cut myself a little bit more slack. And I'm also promising to myself that I'm going to have the biggest, giant, huge crush on myself ever to the point where I'm writing myself Valentine's every day, like 365 days a year, feeling the love, truly just embracing this season of being by myself, getting to know this version of me because I think she's probably pretty cool and I want to know who I am. I want to learn how to be a mini adult and I want to learn what love looks like for me before I can do that with somebody else. I know that I've kind of just rambled for like 15-20 minutes and this episode might just be on the shorter side but I hope that there was like a little nugget, a little piece of information in there that you enjoyed or that you can take something away from. Please let me know. I'm always messaging you guys on Instagram. We hang out in our 8020 group chat, which you can click the link in the show notes that says connect with other 8020 listeners to join the group chat. There are so many different rooms in there that people just like talk away in all day long and it's super cool. Um, I popped in today to like wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. If there's a new episode, I post it. I also do some stuff that's like group only stuff, so you don't want to miss out. There's kind of like some exclusive content in there, which is super fun. So go join the group chat if you haven't already. And if you want to see more of my, you know, just daily life, random stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Lily Rayco. Or you can follow the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with a friend who would also enjoy it. Drop a rate, drop a review, and that just helps more people find and listen to the show. I love you guys so, so much. Have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon.